0: This is the True Real Estate 911 podcast with Lisa True. Lisa will share up-to-date real estate information with you that you need to know. Welcome to True Real Estate 911. It's Brian Mudd with, of course, your local real estate pro, Lisa True. Lisa headlining the information with the local real estate market. We have all-time record high single-family home prices throughout the Palm Beaches. And that is something that i remember people wondering would it ever happen again in my lifetime back during the recession and it's funny didn't take all that long in fact because of the rapid rate of appreciation we've seen we got there faster than the historical averages i remember when we were having this conversation years ago we were talking about maybe 2020 or so Mm -hmm. we would have a chance to get back there we're already back there Tell us what's driving the local real estate market.
1: Well, what's driving the local real estate market is really two things. Is we're having other places have great real estate markets as well. And so, for example, Toronto, Mm -hmm. right? They have a lot of money sitting in their homes. And so what are they going to do with it? Well, they're going to bring it to Florida. And so we're seeing our Canadian buyers buying again, which is great news. And the Northeast many areas up there are seeing crazy crazy seller markets and prices that are just unbelievable and so they're bringing their their money and their to to sunny south florida to enjoy our great climate year round and then the other thing that's happening is our millennial buyers are now in a place in their life where they're thinking it's time to buy. They have security in their jobs. They've saved up money. They're generally surprisingly more financially conservative than prior generations, actually. So they've lived at home, saved their money, and now they're entering in the first-time home buyer market, which is really helping as well.
0: Well, and you triggered a couple of different thoughts with what you're just talking about. And before we go any further, I want to remind you that if you're not already at TrueRealEstate911.com, that's TrueRealEstate911.com. Go there because it's the best local resource you're going to find for real estate information. And also, seven days a week, the Trues, they are ready to help you. Call 561-972-8326. 561-972-8326. You were talking about the uh, Canadian interest um, at the onset, and a couple of thoughts about that. One, we already saw where the Canadian interest was strongest in Florida. We saw the huge resurgence during 2016. We talked about it recently, how uh, you know, there was a lot of opportunity in 2017, and now the U.S. dollar has actually fallen to its lowest level against foreign currencies in over a year. Are you seeing that start to impact some of the uh, market, maybe with some international buyers, that were watching the c- currency exchange rate that now see this as an opportunity?
1: I think it's the icing on the cake. I think it's the thing that they had a lot of equity and that was what was driving them back before the currency. And now the currency adjustment and being a little bit more in their favor is going to cause them to say, okay, it just doesn't make sense to wait anymore. And so they're taking their equity pulling it and then investing either second homes, vacation homes. I'm seeing a lot of vacation home interest right now. People that are not coming down for the season, they're coming down for a weekend, a week, a couple of weeks, and they're going to pop back and forth when they get cold and they need a break, they're going (laughs) to come down, which is great. And it just is so easy to travel to South Florida, especially in the winter. We have two easy airports to get to they can pop in truly for the weekend and really enjoy the best but i do think that it's going to continue to encourage people to look at south florida as a resort area a place to put their money where it's safe secure and that they can enjoy along the way
0: so i mean that we're starting to see some um increased action with some of the condos and townhomes that had not been performing quite as well
1: yes so I'm starting to get calls from the, you know, typical seasonal product right now. And, and some of my vacation home people are looking for uh, single family homes. And yet many of them want that carefree lifestyle because let's face it, they don't want to be worrying about, you know, pool maintenance and all the maintenance when they're so far away. They just want to be able to come use it and enjoy it.
0: Well, it makes perfect sense, and we do have, it looks like with the latest information on Palm Beach County Real Estate, those many different lanes that are shaping up the super hot market all the way to that very sluggish luxury market. Kind of walk us through where a lot of this activity is and what the opportunities are for folks locally.
1: I cannot stress more, more than ever that real estate is very local. So we're gonna talk about some price ranges and yet it may not be the case for your neighborhood, for your city, and what you need to do is say, well, how does this impact me? And we'll help you interpret the data to, to know that. Anything under 400,000, generally speaking, and we're talking about single family homes at this point, is a seller's market, no question about it. The lower the price point, the higher the chance you're in a very strong seller's market. I have communities where there's two months of inventory. That's nothing. That's incredible. And sellers can still in that price point overprice it and sit on the market, believe it or not. And so hitting that pricing strategy properly where you get multiple offers, the ones that price it right and hit that sweet spot get more money in their pocket than the ones that try it high, they listen to all their friends, (laughs) listen to all the advice, get greedy, Get greedy, and then later they realize, okay, we should have done it, the right strategy. They reduce it. They end up taking less. It's been studied and proven over and over and over, whether you're in a buyer or seller's market, that when you hit the price point right, you get more money in your pocket than when you overprice it. So that's our super hot market. Our questionable market, and this is where local comes in, is about 450 to 700 It really depends upon community, city, schools, a lot of things, whether you are still in a seller's market, neutral market, or if you've already flipped to a buyer's market. I have some communities in that you know five, six, seven hundred that there's just so much inventory for sale because people have realized, oh, we can get out. It's time. But they all did it at once. <laughs> and so now their inventory is just completely out of balance. And so buyers walk in and they they don't have one or five or ten choices. They have thirty or forty or fifty choices of similar homes on the market. And so then you see those that are vacant or really motivated or have to move cutting their prices and that becomes your new price
0: point. It's interesting, and that's why you need the expertise of the True Group to be able to navigate it. And you know, if you just take a look at some of these broad numbers, mentioned that we have an all-time high median sales price for single-family homes in Palm Beach County, 349000 in June. Uh, so it is a significant number. And because I think we are seeing that that median sales price is so high, it's what you're talking about, Lisa. Anything under 400000 is super hot because the median is almost there at 350000 and it's a 5.8% year-over-year increase and what it really looks like is we're seeing price increases on the affordable and easily in the double digit percentages at this easily. point aren't we?
1: easily and one of the biggest challenges that we're seeing right now if you're buying your first home is that if you're in this competitive price point there's two things we always talk about what is a home worth and what can you get for it and often a home is worth less than what the seller can get for it and if you are a first time home buyer getting a mortgage the challenge comes in is how does the appraisal come into effect and so it's something to that you need to know in advance are you going to need to come out of pocket uh, in order to make up the difference what are the odds of negotiating it there's a lot of ways you can handle it and yet it is a challenge if you're buying that first time home because often they are seeing multiple offers you can't come in with a lot of uh, contingencies a lot of things that that Make your offer look negative. You have to have the right lender. You have to do everything right in order to stand a chance in that kind of seller, hot s- seller's market out there. And yet, there's some interesting strategies we've learned recently because we've had some first time home buyers that were honestly just seeing. 10, 12 Oh n- well no they were they were in the market they're ready to buy a house but there every house they liked they'd have 10 or 12 offers on oh, wow. it And so we actually just got one of our clients a property By doing an interesting strategy that we kind of thought about and said, oh, let's let's try this. And so we were able to get them where they were only making an offer. They were the only one making an offer. And so they were able to get a great price. They even got some seller closing cost concessions, which in that price range today like, never happens. And so it's thinking outside of the box to hopefully achieve the client's goal.
0: I know that Lisa True is the master of the 180 theory, however she manages to work it in this particular instance. And you take a look, as the late great one would have said, there's the rest of the story. And the rest yes. of the story is on the luxury end. You kind of uh, paid homage to it earlier. But, you know, we take a look at some of these broad numbers, and it really paints over what's going on with luxury. Because you do take a look and see year-over-year close sales up 7.5%. Great. Prices we talked about up 5.8%. Great. You take a look at inventory. The months of supply down 2.1%. Second best number over the past year. It's great. And then even the inventory down 1.5% over this time last year. All these paying towards very strong numbers. But as you pointed out, the affordable market is so red hot that it's compensating for the luxury market. Where then we see we had... Ooh, all the way up to 196 days for that million plus property. And we're up to 86 days by the time you go over 600,000. We see that there are fewer closings in those price ranges than properties that came onto the market. I mean, we're seeing outright buyer's markets in luxury where we're seeing these incredible seller's markets that you're talking about in the affordable. Way.
1: And that's the danger of looking at these general statements that are made by, honestly, media. You know that are reporting, you know, hey, hot, hot sellers market because that is true, right? It is the truth. However, when you break it down, it's not true for everyone, mm-hmm. or friends, or people that are, um, you know, kind of real estate voyeurs where they're saying, oh, everything seems to be sold. You really have to look at what's happening in your situation. For example, if you live in a mandatory country club the picture may be very different even at 300,000 than it is if you live in a non-equity country club, right? So, that's what we do is we we look at okay, what is the story for you, not just what is the story. And now, the luxury market even though we're at about 12 months of inventory right now, that does not mean that it can't sell. Right. There we can. The goal is to be one of those handful of sales that month and it's about positioning the property and making sure that we have the opportunity I mean there were 130 sales a million dollars or over so we just need to make our clients one of those 130
0: Yep, and uh, the flip side of that, part of what we were talking about, 143 came on. So that is the challenge, which means it is. that it's necessarily even more competitive for those that are in the market today. So you've got to be that much smarter, that much further ahead of the curve. And Lisa, based upon a lot of the marketing strategies you've identified, that sounds like it might be more challenging than it actually is if people have the proper guidance.
1: Yeah, you have to get the formula right. It's um, it's it's just like baking a cake, right? You got to put the right ingredients in at the right time, cook it for the right amount of time. If you follow the recipe, you get the result you want. And yet what a lot of people do is they say they want a chocolate cake and they put in strawberries instead. (laughs) You're not going to get a chocolate cake. (laughs) So you have to have the right formula. You have to have the right price, the right condition that's appropriate for the price. And you have to have the right marketing. So when I have a luxury seller that calls me and says, okay, I want to hire you, but we're gonna overprice the listing. Mm. It's not gonna sell. You're not gonna get sure. your chocolate cake. Or they, they call and they say, you can only show it between this hour and this hour. Mm. Not gonna sell. Or they say, we don't want anybody to know it's for sale. Don't tell anybody, no for sale signs, no, don't put it in the MLS. <laughs> It's not going to sell, <laughs> right? Everything has to Keep be... Keep it a secret. <laughs> exactly. We ha- Everything has to be perfect. And, and, you know, it, it's funny, and yet these are things that I've heard. Wow. And so it's my job, though, to share with them the recipe. Honestly, most people only move a handful of times in their life, and we do this every day. So it's my job to say, okay, I understand you don't want everybody to know your business. However, we want to sell it number one, and we want to sell it for the most money, number two. So this is the formula to make it happen. And I find most people, when they understand why we need to do something, then they say, okay, that makes sense. And so that's my job.
0: And this is the difference to where in your chocolate cake analogy, if you're going to have a chocolate cake that is just for your own edification, you might be able to bake your own cake. But if you need the perfect cake for some type of event. What are you going to do? You're going to find the best place possible to buy the cake. Uh, You're not going to take a chance on what you pull out of the oven. And such is the case here where you've got to get it right. It can be done. Uh, The truths can help you every step of the way here. And kind of to your point about, you know, the outcomes with luxury mistakes become so huge there anytime you're talking about real estate you know a 1% mistake when you got the average uh, single-family home at 349000 well, that, that just became a $3,500 mistake so it's a big deal but by the time we have 1% mistakes when we're at a million or so well now we're talking about 10 grand per percent and you know the, the difference when you talk about getting it right it's not just about selling or not selling you're talking about often six-figure outcome differences as well
1: I had somebody that called me and they've had their home on the market for a year and for whatever reason they decided that the home would show better if they actually moved out of the home. So it's been sitting empty for a year. They've been in another place for a year and it still hasn't sold. And what I don't think anyone has connected with the person is that you have a major, major buyer's market in your community, three sales and 54 homes for sale you know, you're and you cannot have one mistake. You can't have anything off. And in that situation you may have to make some tough decisions of how do I stand out from the other fifty four for sale in a community where the models are customized and yet they're very similar. And so having somebody who tells you the truth, I get business for the same reason I lose business. I always tell the truth. (laughs) And sometimes I have to share information that is not great news, like in that scenario. That's not a good situation to be in. Three sales in a year, 53 are for sale.
0: That's a problem.
1: And yet no one else has had the courage to share what they need to hear so they can do what's right for them instead of saying, I have this empty house. What am I going to do with it? And so, you know, going back to our company's commitment we, we we all wear these bracelets and it says committed and there's nothing we won't say there's nothing we won't do and there's nowhere we won't go as long as it's legal and moral to help our clients achieve their goals and sometimes we have to say things kindly and yet chal- they're challenging things to say but it's what they deserve to hear which is the truth so they can make good decisions for themselves we never come in and tell a seller what they should do You know, sellers are adults, and what they need is good quality information, and I tell them, if I were you in your situation, this is what I would do. This is my strategy I would take, and then it's up to them to decide whether they trust my strategy or not.
0: See, the difference between you and me being able to wear something that says committed, is people would ask me when they release me from the asylum. <laughs> that would be the difference. So, um, the Trues, they have the information you need to excel, whatever your circumstance is. Who doesn't want to sell fast and for the most money, have the best outcomes possible, and go in informed with the right information? Every step of the way, the Trues, ready to help you. If you're not already at truerealestate 911com go there. And... Have the truth set you free. And um, seven days a week, True's ready to help you. 561-972-8326. 561-972-8326.